0: In a world like communist China in the 2000s, military buildup and anti-American sentiment raged on. Even during the term of Jiang's successor, as mild-mannered as Hu Jintao seems, the smell of gunpowder was still in the air. It may be hard for us in the free world to believe, but a regime change in the communist playbook is hardly ever a real transfer of power. During his 10 years as the CCP's top leader, Hu was just a puppet of the old guard, and the CCP's hatred towards America remained hidden in plain sight. Things started to change in 2012, when Xi Jinping took power. For the first time in almost 30 years, the party altered the face of its anti-US strategy. It was 2010, when China surpassed Japan to become the world's second-largest economy. On the other side of the world, the United States was still recovering from the storm of the 2008 financial crisis.
1: Lehman Brothers, a 158-year-old firm, filed for bankruptcy.
2: The
3: speed with which we are watching this market deteriorate. Month-to-month drop in existing home sales since they started keeping track in the late 90s.
0: The economic power balance between China and the United States was changing. The U.S. is going downhill and China is going to replace it. Narratives like this started to make headlines in Chinese state media, even making their way into Western mainstream media and scholarly works. The CCP has entered a new stage to challenge the existing world order. Beijing realized it was time to phase out the old strategy. There was no need for hiding your strength and biding your time anymore. Instead, we're starting to hear phrases like realize the Chinese dream, the great rejuvenation of the Chinese nation, and building a community of shared human destiny. But do we really understand the true meaning behind the China dream? and the great revival of China.
4: You have to understand the propaganda skill of the CCP. Actually, behind the dream is the CCP's agenda.
5: What is the so-called Chinese dream? Is it the dream of China, this country, or the dream of the CCP? It is, of course, not the dream of this country. because the country means its population. It's simply the dream of CCP, covered with the flag
6: of China.
7: Chinese
3: Supreme Leader Xi Jinping has declared uh, that China is seeking the China dream. I call it the China nightmare. This is a vision of China dominating the world. This is the opening of
0: Silent Contest, a propaganda film produced by the CCP's People's Liberation
5: Army in 2013. The message was shocking. China's great ascension will always go hand in hand with our fight against American hegemony. This is a 100-year battle that won't be swayed by human will.
0: But there were new warning signs ahead. In 2015, Xi Jinping proposed the Belt and Road Initiative, building infrastructure for developing countries across continents in exchange for influence and control over them. Meanwhile, Beijing started to expand its military presence around the world, openly compete with the U.S. on the technological front.
8: Escalating out. Artificial intelligence
2: arms race between the two countries.
0: Develop central bank backed digital currency to vanquish U.S. financial control.
2: first major economy to create its own digital currency. What is Beijing's end game?
0: As well as take over international organizations, one vote at a time. The regime was many steps into its goal of expansion until Trump's trade war.
2: Game on here, a trade war between the United States and China is here, it's real at the stroke of midnight. China is imposing new tariffs on U.S. goods today after President Trump put tariffs on $200 billion worth of Chinese imports.
0: What happened in 2018 was the first major setback the CCP met on its way. It also officially marked an end to the strategic partnership of U.S.-China relations. The CCP's so-called economic miracle was much indebted to U.S. investment and assistance. But it didn't hesitate to openly fall out with America in the trade war. Was
5: the clash purely the result of trade disputes, or was there something deeper? The CCP's path of economic development is not a normal one, and it is not a normal one that is willing to accomplish its development through normal competition. For example, the world's intellectual property industry stipulates that you cannot steal the intellectual property of other countries, and the CCP is thinking, if I don't steal property rights, I can't develop. If you don't let me steal, I should rob, not just technologies, but also resources. The Chinese economy is now highly dependent on external resources. It knows very well that there is only one way, hegemony. And the first obstacle to hegemony in this era is the United States.
9: America and the free world are at an inflection point. China's stealth war is now entering its third decade. Its goal of becoming the dominant power by 2049, 100 years after the Chinese Communist Party took control of China, is within shooting distance. America and the global economy have been complicit, sometimes unknowingly, in the rise of power of the Chinese Communist Party. The good news is that now, with Xi Jinping, the Chinese Communist Party is no longer hiding in plain
6: sight.
7: At 斃將在突如其來的新冠肺炎疫情對全世界是一次嚴峻考驗
0: Great changes unseen in a century, a slogan that Xi Jinping first coined in 2017 became a political buzzword in the CCP, especially in 2020. For the communist regime, the timing of how the global pandemic began wouldn't have been more perfect. It was a devastating blow to the entire world. We've all witnessed How the CCP turned the initial cover-up of the virus in its favor. A chance to weaken the free world that had always prevailed. And to set off a World War III to reset the world order. On July 1st, 2021, when the CCP celebrated the 100 years of its founding, the great rejuvenation of the Chinese nation was mentioned 21 times. There was no mention of who the foreign enemy is, but it's no longer a secret. The party's anniversaries are usually coupled with the release of jingoistic war epics. This time, the party chose to focus on the only war that Chinese troops fought head to head with American soldiers the Korean War. We
4: are going to
0: face, In it, well-equipped but overly confident U.S. troops were portrayed as aggressors who suffered defeat by heroic Chinese Communist Party soldiers who survived on raw potatoes. In the post-pandemic age, the CCP's plot against the United States has become an open book.
4: 我現在講一句,
0: Yet for those of us living in America, there's more to the story than we were capable of seeing before.
8: China's foreign ministry has been accusing the US of increasing tensions with Russia and hyping up the possibility of war.
0: What is causing the fundamental division between the US and China? Why have party leaders been so consistent in carrying out this century-old agenda? Why advocate
10: for America's demise? Remember the United States has been the economic engine for the world economy for the past 70 years. So they want to take that over and to control that for the the benefit of the Communist Party.
11: America is the only force on the planet that can bring them down. They know that if they're going to be victorious, they have to destroy the shining example of liberty on this planet. The only country that confront them, can confront them spiritually, philosophically, economically, militarily. The only opposition they really have.
12: They often refer to warring states and the tactics of the warring states period. And one of those tactics was a kind of uh, win or lose, I win, you lose, zero sum game. Only one country got to lead the world and that country had to destroy the others or set them against each other, or undermine them, steal their technology, there are a variety of techniques that were used.
5: One thing has never changed about the Chinese Communist Party. From Mao to Xi Jinping, there's not a single one who didn't stress that he is a member of the Communist Party. What is a Communist Party? The Communist Party is a political force that wants to overthrow the existing order of the world to take over the world, to control the world. Therefore, as long as it is a communist party, no matter how many leaders it changes, it will not change its nature.
7: Fundamentally, there's a a problem with with communist ideology is that uh, it it views everything else as a rival. Uh, There is a, a xenophobia about global dominance, and if there's gonna be global dominance, it can only be by one power.
5: So United States should never dream of being a so-called friend, friendly relationship. There's no way to reach that. Because in front of you, in front of the United States, is a tiger. He wants to eat you.
0: Like myself, Americans are witnessing how an old friend of nearly 50 years tore off its mask. And finally, revealed the face of a cold-blooded killer. We cannot help but ask, what did the U.S. government get wrong about the Chinese Communist Party? How did U.S. policy fail? What price must we pay for this failure? And how exactly did the CCP do it? How did they deceive the sky?
9: One of the reasons that I understood what the Chinese Communist Party was doing was because the way that the B-2 goes to war is very similar. The B-2 is not invisible. In fact, it can be seen by radar. But it's very difficult to see when there's other things that are out there. And so, in many ways, it's deceptive. The Chinese Communist Party's method of warfare is right there in plain sight. In fact, many times they'll tell you exactly what they're doing. But often we're distracted and deceived.
1: The deception of the CCP is monumental. I mean, not that I think I'm the greatest person, but I have a PhD in American history. I've taught history. I've taught the relationship diplomatically between the CCP and the United States. I lead perhaps the largest think tank in the world right of center. And I was deceived so I I say that for people to understand it's okay for you to admit that you were deceived by this because it comes from what I believe is the inherent goodness of Americans to give every people on earth regardless of who they are what they look like the benefit of the doubt and and what I'm saying is that deception has been laid bare
7: For
0: the past 200 years, America has been the beacon of freedom. It lights the way for those seeking human rights and freedom of faith. But we were kept in the dark, while this beacon is being severely eroded and sabotaged. And for half a century, America was looking the other way. Why are Americans completely unaware of the CCP's plot after more than 50 years? What are the timings chosen by the CCP to implement the different stages of its plan? If we want to truly confront the CCP threat, we have to go beneath its
7: overt efforts and see its true colors. China has a a, sort of a, a binary strategy toward the United States. On one hand, It strategically uh, has a very stable continuity based upon ideology, based upon the institutional incompatibility of the two countries. So that's very clear to the Chinese uh, core leadership. They always view the United States as the ultimate rival, as the source of the biggest threat to the Chinese regime. That's continuity. Those are also changes. Those are also variations. And that comes to uh, mostly uh, to the point of timing. So at what point China should adopt an offensive position? At what point China uh, uh, could conduct a strategic withdrawal or retreat? That is basically based upon the specific timing and specific circumstances of international situation. To achieve their 100-year goal of
0: defeating America, the CCP has developed a master plan, a plan highly deceptive and complex.
7: They call it Tao Guang Yang Hui. In the last several decades, the overall approach was what we call the Tao Guang Yang Hui, which basically is uh, hide our strength and bide our time. Let's just develop, get stronger, and, and then
11: timing is not good for us to have a showdown with the United States. Their whole philosophy is based on lying. When they tell you they are weak, that's when you watch out. The phrase, hiding
0: your strength and biding your time is often attributed to former CCP leader Deng Xiaoping. But in fact, its origin traces back to Mao Zedong, Though overtly belligerent and anti West on the surface, Mao was carefully laying the groundwork for his plan, hiding his strength and biding his time.
5: We have been here a week. This was the week that changed the
7: world. As we look back over this week, we think of the boundless hospitality that has been extended to all of us by our Chinese friends. With Chairman Mao, with the Prime Minister, and with others with whom we have met, our talks have been characterized by frankness, by honesty, by determination, and above all, by mutual respect.
2: I think they started out very unfriendly in 1949, and they became much friendlier after 1972. We thought if we are nice to the Chinese Communist Party and nice to the Chinese people, they will regard us as a friend, and we can all be friends in this wonderful multinational universe we're creating.
13: Let me point out to you that Deng Xiaoping and I were not naive or ignorant at that time. So we anticipated that in the future there would be many differences between our two countries. But we also realized, I think accurately, that the things that bind us together for peace and progress are much more important than the things that uh, that divide us one from another.
0: But do we really know the hidden truth behind the CCP's strategy? What are the specific policies and
11: scams? In 1997,
0: when the CCP took Hong Kong from Britain, it promised to keep the city's open free market system, allowing them a high degree of autonomy. The Communist Party called this policy formula One Country, two systems. For US politicians, Beijing seemed open to embracing democratic values in its proclaimed territory. That's even more so in Taiwan. When Henry Kissinger met Mao at his residence in Beijing in the 70s, Mao made these claims about Taiwan. It's better to have Taiwan under the care of the United States now. I say that we can do without Taiwan for the time being and let it come after 100 years. This was one of the most deceptive promises ever made.
5: We
1: are very concerned uh, by the uh, PRC's provocative military
6: uh, activity near Taiwan. The must be
4: a
13: peaceful resolution that respects the rights of the people of Hong Kong as outlined in the 1984 Sino British Joint
11: Declaration.
0: 2019, the world watched in shock, the death of Hong Kong's freedom. I would describe now is the collapse of one country, two system.
5: This is the end of Hong Kong. This is the end of one country, two system. Make no mistake about it.
0: By now, it would be foolish to think communist China could follow the same playbook and deceive the people of Taiwan. However, the free world failed to see through another game the CCP has long played. Reform and opening up.
9: What American corporate, financial, and political elites have found out is that they've been duped. For 30 years, they've been duped. In 1978,
0: the CCP launched economic reforms. Then after 1997, financial and technical aid from the United States and Europe flooded into China. The Chinese regime, Became an unofficial ally of America. It's a
12: stabilizing fact. In
0: 2001, with its full support of the Clinton administration, China officially joined the World Trade Organization.
7: The ministerial conference so agrees.
0: the West opened its doors to the CCP, and communist China rose from it, becoming the world's largest manufacturing powerhouse.
6: We allowed them to ascend to the WTO in 2001 uh, a little early. We allowed the Yuan to be part of the the IMF's uh, SDR way too early but they didn't live up to any of the uh, fundamental listing requirements.
2: When Clinton, the Clinton administration, agreed to let China into the World Trade Organization, which surrendered the most favored nation clause that we had been using, uh, there were people who said this is going to be a disaster because you you have let China in under modified rules. In other words, it doesn't have to behave by the same rules as the other members of the World Trade Organization. And the Clinton administration said, oh, don't worry about it. This is, and this is an exact quote, uh, this will be a poison pill for China. And the exact opposite happened. Instead of ending the trade imbalance, the trade imbalance became much worse, which it continues to be today.
0: In the two decades after joining the World Trade Organization, communist China ushered in a golden age of economic boom, an era where America's manufacturing sector crumbled.
1: No matter where you're doing business around the globe, the factory
10: floor is in China. The fact is that we have been bleeding manufacturing jobs in in the whole
4: country. went from almost 20 million jobs back in 2000 to 12.3 million today.
0: How did it happen? What traps did we fall into when dealing with the CCP? And what false hopes were we given?
5: The CCP chose to privatize its companies and to join the WTO. But there's a reason behind it. And that is, nearly all state-owned firms were collapsing and they were dragging down the banks with them. The CCP had no other choice but to turn all state-owned firms into private companies, and then give the ownership of these companies to the officials. A set of
0: data we uncovered revealed what the CCP had tried hard to keep from US political elites. These statistics came from an article titled Saving State-Owned Banks. In July, 1997, China's four major state-owned banks were in deep crisis. Bank losses became an open secret. At the end of 1999, the four major state-owned banks had a total of about 3.2 trillion yuan of non-performing loans. The CCP's public ownership of enterprises was a total failure, with the banking system on the verge of collapse. In state-owned firms, tens of millions of employees lost their jobs. In fear of losing power, the Communist Party once again rewrote its history. By covering up the failure of the socialist economic system, the CCP branded itself as an open-minded regime willing to abide by the rules of the global market and eventually cheated its way into the U.S.
5: and Western market. At this time, the U.S. thinks Look how great the Chinese Communist Party is. They have already privatized their economic sector. They have already achieved a market
3: economy. So we can let them join the WTO. This is really a socialist system masquerading as a capitalist system. And the reason for that is that all of the Chinese companies that uh, pretend to be independent or semi-private are in fact controlled by the Communist Party of China.
11: You know, so for the last 20 or 30 years, the communist strategy since Deng Xiaoping is to be friendly to America, to invite in American investment, to build up the economy. Let's make money together. Americans not understanding Marxism, not understanding communism, believed that because China was going back to business, but China was inviting foreign investment, they must be abandoning their communist goals.
5: The vast majority of people in the West who study the Chinese economy and Chinese politics have made the same mistake. They believe that the CCP will embrace democracy when it embraces the market economy. We all know that from Deng Xiaoping's Tiananmen crackdown, to Jiang Zemin's crackdown on Falun Gong, to Xi Jinping's suppression of Hong Kong today, and how he deprives freedom of speech and freedom of the press, you can see that the CCP's hostility to freedom and democracy has always been
4: consistent. I read my father's inside report after Deng Xiaoping visited the US. Deng Ho made it very clear. The reason we open our door, open our market to the U.S., just we want their money. We want to be a strong country. And then to finally realize our goal in the, the east wind. <laughs> eventually blow off the west wind.
0: The CCP's secret weapon, capitalist money, is the lifeblood of the communist regime. The CCP gave the world an illusion that it was on its way to capitalism, that it was just following an alternative path to Western capitalism. But in reality, The CCP's market economy is just a means. The end is to save the Communist Party and communism. It has nothing to do with capitalism, much less democracy. The longer we allow the CCP to stay on this track, the greater the threat to the United States. The CCP has the best bait for the world – China's 1.4 billion population and its huge market. For foreign businesses, it was an offer they couldn't refuse – give us your technology and we allow you into the playground. But what these foreign companies did not expect – in order to operate in China, these companies were required to form joint ventures with local companies, and were forced to share their sensitive, private technology. Forced technology transfer helped the communist regime build up its own brands. And these brands started to capture and monopolize the domestic market. Next, with the price advantages and state subsidies, the Chinese brands flooded into the international market, directly challenging and squeezing out established international manufacturers.
13: I mean, what they're using right now is basically they're inviting foreign companies in so they can take their money, take their technology and get rid of them when they at the first opportunity, which is what I think is happening to Tesla right now.
3: It's been very difficult for American businesses. They have been put under onerous restrictions when they operate in China. Oftentimes, they are required to turn over valuable proprietary information as a requirement for doing business in China. They're also restricted from removing money from China, from taking capital out of China. In the
0: past 20 years, America's painstaking effort to help China enter the world stage. A
3: beautiful history we wrote together.
0: To promote democracy and the rule of law inside the country have all been for naught. But the Chinese regime has swallowed up all the benefits. U.S.
8: public and private equity investments in Chinese and Hong Kong domiciled companies totaled by our estimates at commerce $2.3 trillion in market value holdings at the end of 2020.
0: In December 2001, when China officially joined the World Trade Organization, its GDP was $1.34 trillion, accounting for 4% of the world's GDP. Twenty years later, in 2021, China's GDP was $17.7 trillion, accounting for 18% of the world's GDP. These figures tell the story of how China's national power came to be.
11: It was all a scam. It was all a lie. It was all designed to get massive American money to weaken American anti-communist resolve and to build the Chinese military and Chinese power to the point that they could challenge America.
3: This has been a great deception on the part of the Chinese Communist Party and that basically China right now uh, has exploited uh, American openness, American friendship, and is ultimately working to bring about the defeat and ultimate destruction of the United States.
9: There's been many movies where characters seen killing an animal, hunting for food. And when they get to the animal, they gently caress the animal and they say, thank you for giving your life so that I can survive. So we are giving of our life's blood so that the Chinese Communist Party can survive and thrive.
0: Throughout its 100-year history, this is how the CCP has survived every existential crisis. To quickly alter its face and to lure the world into one false hope after another. Thanks to Western investment, the Chinese regime is now much stronger than it once was. But instead of pushing for political reforms as it promised, the CCP is using this strength to bite the hand that once fed it. It has begun to unveil the other side of its master plan against the United States. To infiltrate, divide, and subvert American society.
7: So. The biggest problem that we have had so far in dealing with China is the fact that China is fully integrated with the Western free market system. So they could take advantage of the open society and that to me is the biggest danger.
10: This involves every man, woman, and child and not the military. It is not targeted at the military, it's targeted at families. So we have to become comfortable with the term warfare under our own roofs in our companies, under our own roofs in our homes. We have to all understand we are at war. If you thought the Cold War was bad, just put a thousand X on the Cold War. Now you have unrestricted hybrid warfare.
9: This is a difficult story. Being stationed in China as a diplomat, as somebody that works for their government, and recognizing that the Chinese Communist Party monitors everything that you do. There are cameras and microphones throughout your living spaces. This was especially traumatic for my wife, who struggled with the fact that everything that she did, every second of every day, she was followed in that in that apartment that we lived in. And to this day, she suffers from a sort of PTSD that comes from having lived under a microscope. You know, she would go into a closet and cry, um, shut off the lights and cry in the dark because she knew that she couldn't get away from it. You must stop the Chinese Communist Party's power grab at all costs or prepare to live in a world where you can be arrested for watching this documentary.
1: Americans have never confronted an adversary that has engaged in total war to the extent
10: that the CCP has. This is all-out war, remember it's we must live, we the CCP must live, and you must die so you'll never be able to compete again.
11: The Communist Party of China sees this as a battle of the titans and either the American system is going to win or the Communist Party of China system is going to win. The American
1: reality of confronting the CCP is the final war because the, the CCP is the greatest threat in
13: human history to freedom. We could wake up some morning and realize this is history's last war.
0: Most Americans are not aware that we are at war with the Chinese Communist regime. They also don't realize that if the CCP won this final war, our sacred, unalienable rights, and all we hold dear will vanish. But where exactly is the main battlefield of this war?
10: The emphasis I have to make is, it's in every living room in the United States and the free world. It's in every classroom. It's in every university. It's an attack on your values. It's an attack on everything.
9: It's not fought with bombs or bullets or nuclear submarines or stealth fighters. It's fought in our homes, in our schools, in our state houses, in our Congress.
13: Well, China has this doctrine of unrestricted warfare, which means they can do anything they want, which means they will use every tool at their disposal. And they are overwhelming the United States. They're overwhelming our government, the FBI, local governments, institutions, businesses.
10: And they're using every point of contact to subvert us. Unrestricted means that the Chinese Communist Party follows no rules.
9: And much like the French, prior to World War II, they built this great wall to keep the Germans out called the Maginot Line. And the French generals were so sure that this Maginot Line was gonna protect them from a German invasion. And in fact, what did the Germans do? They used airplanes and tanks and went right around the Maginot Line and France collapsed very quickly. So in essence, what I recognized was I was part of an establishment that in many ways represented the modern Line, And in fact, the vaunted U.S. military had been outflanked, and the Chinese Communist Party using the tools of Silicon Valley, the tools of individual influence and data collection, and business, economics, financial incentives, were eroding the principles that that vaunted establishment was meant to protect. That's what Xi Jinping's wu wang Xin really means.
0: Through our interviews, the amount and scale of the CCP's infiltration into American society unfolded before us. It far exceeds what a single film can contain. We can only pick a few of the real stories, but they're enough to show how much the CCP has already succeeded in taking over American politics, the economy, and the media.
3: In the Chinese Communist Party context, United Front work activities are the main vehicle for subversion within the United States. They have networks of agents who are directed to influence the media, to influence the government, to influence the business community, to influence the entertainment industry. They've been
11: highly successful at this. Economically, the Communist Party of China is buying up American companies. It is a huge influence in Hollywood. It's got a lot of influence in various newspapers and, and digital media in the country. It's very much allied with big tech. Big tech is thrown in with the Communist Party of China and is actively censoring people who want to expose the Communist Party of China's crimes and it's also buying up and influencing politicians.
9: While I was working at the Pentagon, we began to engage some of the think tanks in Washington, DC, to find out if any of them were willing to do a study to understand how the corporate America was being influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. We talked to a number of the think tanks and finally, Uh, had one that was willing to do a study. This was probably the top think tank in Washington, D.C. On the eve of them basically beginning the study, the head of the think tank called the donors and said, I've reconsidered, this is not for us, and we're no longer going to undertake the study and you start to look at the donors and the and the board members, you realize that a lot of these donors and board members, and in particular, a lot of the scholars that are working in the think tanks, in some way or other, benefit from their relationship with China. So what I realized when I was at the White House was this was happening not just with regard to this major think tank, but law firms all across the country, lobbying firms, PR firms, communication firms, all of these firms that are in many ways used by the Chinese Communist Party to influence our political process. And in turn, that affects our national security.
13: The last to enter escorted by members of the joint inaugural committee was Bill
11: Clinton.
2: They had figured Clinton as a comer when he was governor of Arkansas. So they there was a Chinese restaurant across the street from the Arkansas State Capitol. And Clinton, like many other people, likes his Chinese food, and he gets to be friends with this guy. And then when he gets to the White House, this guy comes with him and has a position of significant influence. They're good at this. They were setting these, these situations up in many state capitals. The Clinton administration was rife with influence from China.
3: I can remember as a reporter going to the Pentagon for a background briefing on the People's Liberation Army. At the end of one of these briefings, a colonel came in and said, the general would like to see you. And the general was the head of the DIA, the Defense Intelligence Agency. And he told me that China was not a threat. I was shocked because uh, I could understand a political appointee or even a civilian intelligence official telling me that. But for the top military intelligence official to tell me that a nuclear armed communist dictatorship in Beijing was not a threat to the United States really told me that China had been so successful in influencing the US government that it had reached the highest levels of the US military intelligence community.
6: The NBA faces a major backlash this morning the fact
12: that the Chinese government can force the general manager of the Houston Rockets to walk back comment is actually frightening to me.
1: Chinese government asked the league to fire Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey after he posted a pro-Hong Kong tweet.
12: You have companies like Disney.
8: Disney is facing backlash for its live-action remake of Mulan. Mulan's end credits thanking parts of the Chinese government that have been accused of human rights violations. You
12: have companies who walk back comments when the Chinese Communist government challenges them and threatens them because of comments they've made.
7: The Gap apologized for selling T-shirts emblazoned with a map of China, not including Taiwan, South Tibet,
10: or the South China Sea. 90% of what you hear in the news today is all driven by Chinese Communist leadership. If you know how to connect the dots, is the Chinese Communist Party's behind it to completely destroy the free world, democracy, and with intent to fully take it over.
8: One of the primary organizations is called the China-United States Exchange Foundation. This is chaired and founded by one of the individuals who really oversees this United Front effort. And this group has made overtures to journalists, former congressmen, uh, textbook review commissions, think tankers, and even academics and professors to really push a pro-Beijing line. Often they offer them trips to China uh, in exchange for either favorable coverage or disseminating positive messages about the Chinese government virtually every mainstream media outlet, all the way from CNN, Washington Post, the New York Times, down to even local news outlets, all expenses paid by the Chinese government.
2: They've been taking out full pages in the Wall Street Journal, and the New York Times, and the Washington Post. And these look like regular news items, but they're in fact sourced for Xinhua, the Chinese news agency. And so they give the Chinese point of view
0: What the CCP is targeting are the most powerful voices in our society, be it the media or the government. Once tainted by the party, these institutions can then amplify the Chinese narrative and deliver it to American households. What is the CCP good at? Beat the Americans at their own game. Having watched us and studied us for decades, the party knows exactly where the pressure points are and who to target. Once these key figures are bribed or threatened, the CCP's real atrocities will stay in the dark. Compromise and silence bought us temporary gain, but it comes at a cost. The future of our children.
8: The China-United States Exchange Foundation has even extended its reach into textbooks that are used at the kindergarten level. Uh, For over a decade now, they've carried out what's called the Tibet Factual Review, which is an effort to influence and really dictate uh, in its entirety the way that the issue of Tibet is covered in textbooks that are used in American classrooms. Time Magazine, which is one of these mainstream media outlets that also participated in these China-United States Exchange Foundation trips, years after sending journalists on these trips, they actually partnered with Huawei, which is of course a national security threat uh, as regarded by the United States, to launch a publication for children, specifically for use in classrooms. And the magazine was called Time for Kids.
6: I am one of the few people on Wall Street that tries to understand the manner in which they're operating and also the incentives of all the players and then the proclivities of everyone that uh, wants to invest in and and make a profit from China and then the, the very few that actually put morality in front of dollar signs. just uh, live with some genocide and live with some atrocities that are going on in Xinjiang and the forced live organ harvesting of the Falun Gong. The Tibetans and the Mongolians and the ethnic Christians and Wall Street just doesn't care about that, right? They, They care about the next profit dollars.
0: These stories are just the tip of the iceberg. The Communist Party's ubiquitous spy network. The astronomical losses to its reckless intellectual property theft. The deadly drug fentanyl imported through the Mexican border. The devastating blow to American manufacturing. The CCP devouring American land. The censorship of Hollywood, and so on. All of these are pushing our country,
12: our families, and our children the abyss. The Chinese government, uh, Under the Thousand Talents program, attempts to recruit very smartly brilliant American scientists working on programs that benefit them. Now, in the case of the Harvard dean of biology right now, which is under review by the FBI and the Department of Justice for actually running one such black laboratory in China.
3: During the recent administration, the White House produced a report showing that Uh, Under uh, conciliatory policies towards Beijing, uh, the United States lost between 250 and 600 billion annually in technology that was stolen by the Chinese. No nation which relies on its technological base for so much of its economy can survive under that kind of
6: loss. 95% of the fentanyl that comes in to the US comes from China through Mexico.
2: Now where they have
6: been successful is in Hollywood.
2: Uh, I have a friend who is so much an expert on Chinese films that the Chinese themselves ask him to come and talk to them about Chinese films. And he says unequivocally that Hollywood will not make a film that does not have the Chinese censors in mind.
0: The secret of the CCP's unrestricted warfare is to first corrupt people's morality, then use the corrupted people to destroy America step by step. How many people have become tools in the CCP's war? The answer will eventually surface. What will the consequences be if we lose this ultimate battle with the Chinese communist regime?
1: China will control the United States of America. We are going to have this worry about our very civilization being ruined.
3: We face the prospect of becoming a U.S. system with Chinese characteristics in the not-too-distant future. And a new generation of Americans will be trained to obey the CCP instead of
10: defending our freedoms that were obtained at such great cost. And if you want to see how your children are going to be treated in 20 years, Just look at how the genocide is going on right now with the Uyghurs, uh, the genocide and the live human organ transplants with the Falun Gong and with the Tibetans.
0: The totalitarian rule of the Chinese communist regime has always been accompanied by the use of crisis and fear. The development of the so-called China model is in fact a political monstrosity unprecedented in human history. Facial recognition technology cameras, the internet, and artificial intelligence are used to create a ubiquitous surveillance network. There are currently more than one billion surveillance cameras installed around the world, and more than half of these are in China. What would our lives be like if the Chinese communist model took control of America.
11: They aim to create the ultimate totalitarian state, a digital totalitarian state, where everything is run by computer, where everybody has social credit scores, where everybody is tracked from cradle to grave, where your life is never your own. Everything you do is dictated by the party. The ultimate totalitarian state and this should horrify everybody. When you have the
13: social credit system being put together, the Great Firewall, 626 million surveillance cameras, and, and we're just seeing China go back to the worst excesses of the totalitarian period.
7: It control how people get their information, how people cross the road, how people buy things, and what people say every single word on the internet, how people move around, every aspect of the Chinese ordinary citizen is
10: subject to a very rigid surveillance and control. Take over your freedom to be completely controlled by surveillance, by technology, uh, by punishment.
0: To this day, there are still many governments who are buddies with the CCP falling for their lies and money traps, being in danger without realizing it. But what is the nature of the Chinese Communist regime? The
1: nature of the Chinese Communist Party in terms of its internal workings is one that's even worse than the the Soviet Union and its Communist Party. That is to say, it's even less transparent. It's even more insular. But the thing that I think is the defining characteristic is that it is zealously focused on every policy inside China and outside China, being focused on China
11: being the hegemon.
3: I would describe the nature of the Communist Party of China as a basically a mafia-type system.
11: It's like a political mafia. It is going to corrupt everything it touches. It's going to destroy everything it can. It is going to take over everything it can. It is the most evil institution that has ever existed on this planet.
3: There's one key fact that we have to keep always in the the back of our minds. We can never never forget. And that is, the Chinese Communist Party has already killed 70 million, at least 70 million of its own citizens.
13: We're talking about atrocities, crimes against humanity, genocide. We're talking about the worst uh, behavior of human history.
11: The whole system is based on suppression and cruelty and tyranny. So the communists won't say, we're coming to overthrow and destroy your family. We're coming to overthrow your government. We're coming to destroy your religion. They will say, we're coming to give you more wealth we're coming to help equality, we're coming to end oppression. Their whole philosophy is based on lying and the Communist Party of China is a cancer on this planet. It's a leech, it's drawing resources and nutrients from all over the world to feed its megalomania, to feed its growth. So we have to cut off the nutrients because the Communist Party of China is parasitic. It cannot survive on its own. It's leeching off the Chinese people and now it wants to parasitize the whole planet. So we have to stop that happening.
4: The CCP is not a party uh, like a Democrat or a Republican. It's a cult. So the cult has the believing from the beginning, to the end until the court is a total disassembled.
7: The Chinese Communist Party has hijacked the Chinese nationalism to pretend to represent the interests
9: of the people. While in fact the Chinese Communist Party is the enemy of the Chinese people. The Chinese Communist Party is not China, it is not the Chinese people. In fact, it is a it is an evil political regime that controls China and controls the Chinese people. And so when we talk about what an evil political regime does, we must always say, that's the Chinese Communist Party.
0: For the first time in decades, we've seen a significant decline in American quality of life. American youth may be far worse off than their parents. Now, just Pause for a moment and think
1: about all of the examples in history of tyrants, of empires who were not well-intentioned when it came to human flourishing. The CCP is at the top of that terrible list. And what remains beautiful about the United States of America, in spite of our warts, in spite of our political challenges, is that we do represent, if you talk to anyone in the world, the last best hope, not just for Americans, but for freedom. And so for the United States to fail to confront the full scope and reality of the CCP and how they see this final war is not just to cause Americans to suffer, it's to cause people worldwide to suffer. Because if the United States can't prevail against the CCP, then no one can.
0: In the heart of every soldier, there's a dream of peace. Just as we study war, not for war, but for peace, for a free and beautiful America, a free and tranquil world. We grew up watching some of the most iconic war films of our time. And in most cases, there's a bright ending. Justice is served, the good is rewarded, and the bad is punished. I firmly believe the same will happen to this final war we find ourselves in. What's most urgent now is for the free world to unite and act before it's too late. Now that we've seen the Chinese communist regime for what it is, it's lies and destructive power. The CCP is also not as strong as it seems. It is rather vulnerable And with the party so set on internal power struggles, Beijing is slipping into a deeper crisis. But we face the greatest difficulty. I think the thorniest
1: policy problem as we confront the CCP is disentangling China and the United States.
0: If we look at the progress we've made so far, it is reassuring. Some of the Trump-era policies to contain the CCP continue under the Biden administration. In Washington, a series of bills targeting China's human rights issues and protecting U.S. intellectual property have been passed. But these measures are far from enough. It's time to see the Chinese communist regime as a real adversary.
9: One, protect the American people protect our institutions, protect our way of life. How do we do that? Well, we do that by getting the Chinese Communist Party out, out of our academic institutions, out of our political institutions, out of our corporate institutions, out of our financial institutions. We take them out of our system altogether. Now we did this during the Cold War with the Soviet Union because we knew that they would use this connectedness to undermine our society and to grow their own power which is exactly what the Chinese Communist Party is meant to do. So, protect. Protect by essentially decoupling from the Chinese Communist Party. Part two was rebuild. As we protect by decoupling from the Chinese Communist Party, we use that innovation, technology, talent, and capital that's no longer flowing to China to rebuild our own economy, our own infrastructure, our own manufacturing, and our own science and technology. And we protect our critical infrastructure and data. And then finally, if we do that, if we protect and we rebuild, the American people will prosper. Jobs will come back. We begin to inspire again, and that's really the heart of America's foreign policy is to be so good at providing for the American people, to provide them the kind of life that any human wants to live, to lift up the human spirit, When you do that, other nations begin to realize that ah, freedom, liberty, rule of law, free trade, civil liberties, human rights. These are what define a society, a successful society, a thriving society, not one party rule, not authoritarianism or totalitarianism, not brutalization of your population, not forced organ harvesting or genocide, but Liberty, the four freedoms, the things that we used to enjoy. These are the things that will inspire other nations to want to be like this. The way the individual American can partake in this in ways that
1: defeat the CCP is to stop buying anything from China, made in China. But the second thing is, and this is crucial, we have to put political pressure on our elected officials that at the top of their political program is to disentangle America's economy, America's politics from the CCP. That's the first step in doing this. The good news is, if we can do that, the CCP's total war strategy hinges upon being able to use our own systems, our own politics against us. If they don't have that, then they're going to lose the war. It's incumbent upon the United States, therefore, every American to recognize the threat in front of us and how much it affects our individual
12: lives.
11: They can boycott Chinese products, Communist Chinese products, to the maximum degree which will help every dollar you send to China is going to buy a bullet to, to fire at your troops.
10: Never buy any Chinese technology. Realise every piece of Chinese technology, whether it's an appliance, whether it's software, hardware, network, um, apps, realize that those are all weaponized technologies and weaponized to collect information and to use that information against you, whether it's this year, next next year, or in the next five years. No
0: matter where we are in the political spectrum, it's time for all Americans to wake up to our common goal. The good times are ahead if we work side by side to confront and defeat this greatest adversary. It doesn't take a military force to see tyranny fall. Yet what should we bring to China and the Chinese people after this confrontation?
1: It's really important in American policy that we focus on the Chinese Communist Party, which is a minuscule fraction of the Chinese people and to give them hope that up to this point in history, every tyrannical government has
11: eventually been defeated. We're on the side of the Chinese people. We're both enemies of the Chinese Communist Party. Whether they be Americans or Chinese people, that the United States of America
1: stands with every person on this planet because our Creator
10: designed us to be free. Get to the truth publish everywhere and including in throughout China and get the truth out to all the Chinese people about the genocide, uh, the Uyghurs, the, the Falun Gong, the Tibetans, the forced human organ transplants, all those type of things, just get the truth out, blanket the world with the truth on the Chinese Communist Party. At the Epic Times, we've been getting the truth out through thick and
0: thin for 20 years. With all our efforts in shattering the lies of the Chinese Communist regime, this documentary is worth sharing to every corner of the world. The truth needs to be told. Today, the Chinese regime and the world are at a crossroads of destiny. The 1.4 billion people in mainland China are struggling to survive this brutal tyranny. They also need to find the courage to cut themselves off from the authoritarian
11: regime. There is a real power in confronting reality. When we confront reality, that's when the divine help comes in.
0: It only took one night for the powerful Soviet regime to collapse. We believe when the whole world sees the true color of the CCP, its demise can happen just as fast.
11: The people of China would have toppled that oppressive regime and we would have had a free China. We would have had a China where religion can prosper, where people are free where all that culture and history would have been used to benefit mankind.
0: The rise of Communist China largely stems from the decline in human morality when the pursuit of profit blinded the eyes of wisdom. In the face of evil, we need to regain moral courage, restore traditional values, and strengthen our faith. Our life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness depend on it. The founding of this country depends on it. A country made for a moral people. Our founding fathers firmly believed that God's will is manifest in the actions of the American people. And that spirit has made our nation strong and prosperous for more than 200 years. This final war will be our choice for justice, the salvation of human civilization, and the dawn of a new day.